0: Welcome to the Sweat Elite Podcast. It's Tate here today, and the conversation that we're bringing you today is one that I had a few weeks ago with marathon runner Herman Silva. Herman is Mexican and has an impressive list of achievements and accolades that he amassed during his career, including winning the New York City Marathon in 1994 and 95, as well as second place in the World Half Marathon Championships in 94, where he ran 60 minutes and 28 seconds, which is a Mexican record that still stands today. Uh, He also competed in the 10,000 metres in Barcelona Olympic Games, placing 6th. And in Atlanta, he placed 6th in the Marathon. Herman was a pleasure to speak to. He told us a bunch of really interesting stories about uh, his childhood growing up in Mexico and his transition through the, I guess, up distances into the marathon, uh, including a race in Rotterdam where he debuted in the marathon whilst preparing for a 10,000 metre race, which was Quite a funny story. He also told us a lot about the training that he did in different altitudes, including running on an incredibly high volcano in Mexico, Nevado de Toluca, which is up over four thousand six hundred meters. And it's quite interesting hearing about how he and his teammates ran there at an altitude that's well beyond what most people would normally train at, um, and how he manipulated different altitudes and trained at lower altitudes leading up to races. Hearing about the conditions that he and his teammates worked in was yeah, fascinating. Uh, it was also interesting to hear about how he dealt with mishaps during his career such as in the lead up or just before starting the Atlanta marathon and the mistake that he's most well known for which is taking a wrong turn in the New York marathon with about a kilometer left and losing about 13 seconds on his training partner and co-leader at that point and managing to run him down and win the race so yeah it was an awesome conversation that Herman and I had and I hope you guys really enjoy it. Good afternoon, Hermann Silva. Thank you for coming on the Sweet Elite podcast.
1: Hey, Ty. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Uh, good. How are you doing back there in uh, Australia?
0: Yeah, doing very well, very well. Um, just enjoying some quiet time at home, I guess. And you?
1: Um, I'm just, you know, uh, it's, it's not a big change for me. We are in the second quarantine in Mexico. You know, we, we're supposed to have... The tree is and then the time extends uh, uh, because of uh, you know the uh, coronavirus, the the COVID-19. So I think this is the situation all over the world. But to be honest, it hasn't hasn't changed too many things for me in terms of uh, uh, being active and training and running. Uh, I I mean, I have been only a little bit more, um, you know, uh, I have uh, create creative. To, to run at home and to run on the mountains. And, and the lucky thing is that uh, I, I live near to the mountains and, and, and in, in Carretero. And also when I go back to my training camp in, in near to the volcano in, in Toluca, I just go out and I can run forever in the mountains. So I'm lucky.
0: Yeah, and I see you've been very active online to raise awareness and Foster connection between people through running. Could you tell us a bit more about what you've been doing?
1: Well, uh, I used I used to work on the training camp here on, on let's say on the, on, the, on the sports club, which uh, it's it's a little bit large. We have like five over four thousand families uh, with children, uh, all family. Uh, there is a swimming pool, Olympic swimming pool, uh, official track, and, and, and a lot of activities going on. But it, 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 they closed, you know, because of the COVID-19. So, so um, we all went home to, 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 to everybody is, you know, at home now in or everywhere. And, 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 and w- I was thinking, okay, w- what to do? I, I mean, uh, people still need to move, even if you can't. Because I can't, I have never in my life, I have been uh, uh, without uh, uh, at least running a couple of days a week. So uh, I, I, I thought we have to do something because there in the club, we have a lot of people that they run, they train in the track, they they prepare for marathons and, and everything. So so I was thinking, why not to run a marathon on the treadmill? I never in my life run more than 25K. So I thought, wow, it's a nice idea. And, and I used to train often in the, track, the treadmill, actually, long time ago I, I bought one at home i always have one at home uh, uh, because you know i am i'm from the idea that you have to diversify and sometimes you don't have time to to, to run outside or whatever but if you do a jogging at home uh, and then later you go uh, at work or whatever you have to do you can make your day uh, just for with 30 minutes or half an hour i mean 30 minutes half an hour one hour or two hours uh, exercising, then you you have the whole day to do things. So we we start. Uh, I decided to run a, a full marathon on treadmill, and and I thought, okay, let's now everybody is at home uh, at home. All my friends are at home, so they have more time at least to take to to pick up the phone. So I start calling friends and say, hey guys, let's let's run on 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 the. Let's run on the on the ter- on the 18th uh, uh, April. Let's run. A, let's run a marathon, or let's run whatever distance you, you can. Uh, or if you want, you can do in the bike, and, and let's let's just you know uh, have a reason to be inspired and motivated. And a lot of people say, Yeah, why not? Let's do it. So so then, then I start calling friends that, 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 that from different places. I call uh, George Hirsch in New York, which is the the co-founder of the new city marathon and i and he spoke he helped me to speak with more friends there you know back there in new york i have a lot of friends and and i'm very much related with the with the, with the marathon in the um, uh, uh, so so he called michael capriazzo the 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 the, 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 the director of the marathon and say yeah why not i can run 5 or 10 kilometers and and then we we, we reached palaracchi we we called with uh, he 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 also bill Rogers and and and, and Frank Shorter. Uh, it was fun we had a lot of fun and, and then we we make a live a live uh, uh, program with some friends that, that they work on on tv espn and different 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 uh, you know like uh, they and it was nice you know was was, was good uh, I, I, I even didn't feel the marathon we were talking and running and and every people were in the bike and so at the end I did two hours and 56 minutes which is was 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 good yeah and how old are you now Herman I'm 52 but I, okay. look, like, I, look, I look like 20 yeah you're
0: looking very young very <laughs> no, fit. No, no. Uh, and I mean I yeah you've got a lot of connections in the marathon world because you've been so involved with it for a long time. But I'd love to go back to the start and for you to tell us a bit about your childhood and how you got into running.
1: Well, I got into running because one time in my hometown, Zacatlán de las Manzanas, it's in the state of Puebla. uh, I just saw those two runners running in front of my uh, front door, my house. And, and then I, I just look at them since, since I see them coming. They were sweating, like, you know, having a good time, competing. And, 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 and they were like, you know, and then I really was very attracted by the, by, the, by the happening. By, 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 and, and, and then I just watched them pass until I lost them. And I thought, oh, it looks nice. So I just went back to the, my backyard and I started running too. So, you know, feel, and then I feel like after 10, 20 minutes I was running I felt so good. And, and that was the first, my first connection with, with running by seeing two people running in front of my door. And then, yeah, we were traveling very much from, from Puebla where my, my father used to plant uh, fruits. He, in Puebla, he used to plant, plant apples and he grow uh, orange plantation in Veracruz. So he used to travel from state to state, and Veracruz is very humid and, and very cold. And Puebla, Zacatlán, Puebla is uh, about 2,000 meters altitude, so uh, the difference was was big. But anyway, uh, we grow to with this situation of moving from one place to another place. So sometimes I was I, I used to spend time with my dad in in in, in Veracruz. And, and, and we, I mean, my, my, my father was a, you know, like a farmer lover and also used to, he was also like a businessman because he has his truck and he used to grow the oranges in Veracruz and, 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 and travel all the way from the coast of, um, from, from, the, from the Gulf of Mexico to the Pacific and go in and sell the oranges. So I used to work with him. So on the, way, on, on the way, I used to ask him, and if he allowed me to run after the truck, <laughs> he was driving uphill. So, and he, he, in the beginning, he just was thinking like, "You are crazy, impossible. You can keep up running behind the truck." So I thought, well, I, I had to, I had to make a bet with him because he didn't allow me the first time. So the second time I had to bet. I say, "Okay, if I beat you, I run it and you are driving the truck uphill for 10k, then." Then I will, I will, you know, like help you uh, for whatever you want. And he said, "Okay, but if I if I reach first to the top, then I, I will not wait for you." So you, were, <laughs> and that's uh, that's how it starts uh, the situation. So, so then I start running, uh, training like more seriously in Veracruz. Going to, I join a club, a, a running club. And my first race was there in Costa Rica, uh, 5K. And I remember I came, I was like 16 years old and I came third year, third, third place overall. So they didn't, have, they didn't believe me that I could uh, become third place. So what happened is that organizers uh, next day in the newspaper, it says he arrives fresh like a, like a vegetable. He even didn't sweat the tissue, the t- so he... He 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 played four. He he didn't finish the distance. Yeah. So I was so mad with that. And and the the week after was at a half marathon race. So I say, okay, now I'm going to prove them that I really run. So uh, I run like more than 10k in the with with the leader. And then it was too hot for me and, and too much distance. So I just finished, but very 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 bad back there but at least they believe me that i that i run
0: a cool story i i read that when you were 17 so i guess the next year after that you went to mexico city with your dad's orange truck and then saw met some people training there and decided that you wanted to stay up there and train and sent the truck home without you is that true
1: well actually between the the before, the, before I was 17, I, uh, when I was 16, I went to a track meet in Jalapa in Veracruz uh, for, for juniors. And I run like, uh, I think I, I was running the 1,500 meters. And then I met some people from Mexico City. And, um, and I was always playing God that one day I will meet them somewhere. Because I was so, so, so I really wanted to become, you know, to, uh, a runner. And I was just trying to find the way how. So oh, I remember uh, watching the Olympics uh, in, in, on TV with my dad in uh, Puebla, in Zacatlán, it was uh, 84. Then, then, then I, I really realized that I, that's what I wanted to do. And I, I thought I, one day I want to represent my country. I want to see the flag in, uh, and I want to be in the podium. So so, uh, Olympus was like my goal. So during that uh, uh, time, I did uh, that track meet in, 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 and I met a guy who, who won this race and who was from Mexico City. And and then it was like also my plan, not my dad's plan, but it was my plan to go to convince my father to go and say oranges to Mexico City to with, together with my sister. And then, and then, uh yeah. We rent out a, a local there and, and we were selling oranges and playing up That One day I will go to this place uh, where they used to train to the Olympic committee or to the, or to the, uh, or to the, to the park. Uh, we, we call a, a local where all elite athletes, but I didn't know up to that time. So, but one morning, one day I was just, you know, uh, taking care of the, of the of of the business of the oranges and then I saw a guy who was driving uh, um, you know one of these peseros we call uh, uh, public uh, public uh, car transport tr- transport so and this guy was very familiar and that guy was the one who won the 1500 meters in, in back yeah. in Jalapa and I thought hey this is El Monje. And then I just run and, 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 and stop. Hey, and man, you, May, you remember me? We, oh, yeah, he was like, uh, so he was a runner, but he always, in his free time, he was driving uh, uh, public uh, tra- transport. So I told and where do you train? Uh, and, oh, I used to go to the Olympic Committee, to the, you know, to the Ocotal, to meet with other other runners. And I said, can I go with you one time and maybe I can train? Oh, yeah, yeah, we can go. If, we, we, if you want, we meet next um, Saturday morning, five o'clock. I see you there, and here, same place, so we can go together and train. I show up there five o'clock, five thirty, six, seven. He never show <laughs> <laughs> up, uh, so I was so disappointed. But but anyway, then I decide to 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 look for that place. So I end in the Olympic Committee, and and at the end to make not to make the life to story long, then I. I end up uh, training in the Olympic Committee and and, and then my dad was uh, mad because uh, the business was not going well. So my sister was helping, but anyway, I was spending more time running.
0: At that time, what was the Mexican running scene like? Was there a clear path to you becoming a professional and racing overseas or... Yeah, what was it looking like at that time?
1: Well, I was just looking forward to join this group of elite athletes who were already winning races in, in America. That that was the uh, that was the beginning of 90s. So uh, end of uh, sorry, end of uh, 80s, like 80, 80, 87, 88, uh, the close to the Olympics, uh, Seoul Olympic Games, between uh, uh, LA. 84 and, and, and Seoul so mm-hmm. uh, and and for me I was it was like clear that I was never going to make it to Seoul so I was thinking well uh, Barcelona is going to be my Olympic Games so so then I end with this group training uh, uh, by going by myself to, to look for, for this so uh, then it was like I, I joined a, a group with uh, a coach called uh, Tadeusz Kemka. He was from Poland. He was coaching some of the best, uh, you know, like Jesus Herrera, Martin Pitayo, people who were already running 28 lows, 27 highs. So people who were already qualified for Seoul. And, and I remember my first uh, 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 like, um, uh, competition uh, tour was to, to go to Poland with, with 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 a coach Kemka in a group, and, and, and for the first time I did a, a three thousand steeple chase in in Poznan in, po, in, in Poznan uh, um, Berlin and near to Berlin in, in Germany, and and, and it, it was it happened because uh, the coach uh, Kemka always was teasing me that I could never run three thousand steeple chase because I am one sixty high. He said, are you, are you planning to, 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 to pass under the, the obstacles or, or what? So he was always teasing me. So one day he was, that day he was not there. So I changed from 5,000 meters to 3,000 meters steeplechase. So I managed to, to, to run there. So for the first time, I, I did my first 3,000 steeplechase and I run 850. So I was very near to qualify for, 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 for Seoul. Mm, and but, wow. but but I but it never happens. But at the end, I thought this is gonna be my this is my distance because I enjoy so much that 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 three thousand steeple chase, and that that's how you know uh, it, was a, it was it was was a nice time.
0: Yeah, and at that point you would have been what nineteen or twenty, I guess.
1: Nineteen.
0: Yeah, and uh, 19, so yeah. what? When did you get your first, I guess, big break and? realize because you did go to the Barcelona Olympics and you competed in the 10,000 when did you realize that that was you know going to be a
1: reality well already there when i was mm. there I, I enjoyed so much and, and 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 suddenly we compete with eastern eastern europe athletes there were some some ethiopians and some Kenya kenyans that that I thought, wow, this is this is what I want. I mean, I am already here. I am already part of this of this of, of this, this game. So the ne- the year after, we all, we, we went again to, to 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 do this circuit of races in Scandinavia and, and, and track. You know, I'm lucky that I was doing track. So so the next year, I run 3000 steeple chase in 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 um, um, again in Bydgosz Poland. And, 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 and I did um, A30s, A30s in the 8.30s, 8.30s in the triple chase. I, so I qualify for Central American Games. So from there it starts the Olympic cycle, Central American, Pan American, and then Olympic Games. So, so fierce. And, 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 and then I also uh, was doing in between some races in the United States and I was already doing some uh, podiums, you know, in, 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 in races, in, in, in road races. Uh, that was like to, to make some incomes to prepare for, 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 for the Olympics. So, so then, then uh, 3,000 steeple chase was like I, the, 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 the discipline I like it, but I suddenly I realized it was too dangerous because in the Pan-American Games I had a, an accident. Somebody jumped on me and, 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 you know, break my leg, and it was uh, like uh, too dangerous. So I decided to better prepare for the 10,000. 10,000 meters so so but I had to qualify before uh, Barcelona and the coach said okay as a part of the preparation but then I changed coach I uh, I I run with, I, I I start coach training with Rodolfo Gomez mm-hmm. and a group of, of you know the best already marathoners you know and that group was uh, um, Sidro Rico was uh, uh, Benjamin Paredes was uh, you know uh, um, Andrés Espinosa. Already, people who qualify for for the Olympics, and, and there were already two guys, two, three, three guys already qualified for the 10,000 with the times. So uh, the coach say, uh, he, he, before, has a part of your preparation for the for for, for Barcelona for the for the 10,000 meters, you have to run uh, uh, the the um, the marathon. In in uh, um, it was a uh, Rotterdam Marathon. You had to run the Rotterdam Marathon as a part of the preparation. So wow. something I never understand from from marathon to ten thousand. But okay, yeah. I just listen to what the coach say, and and and, and I was fast, uh, and and but I never did those twelve weeks of preparation. I only did like nine or eight weeks of preparation before the marathon. So uh, we were running for a world record pace, three minutes per kilometer up to yeah, half half marathon, we were really fast, 30k was still good, but don't ask me, 37 kilometers, I was just like, you know, and I just, I I stopped on the 40k, it's a marathon, it was a nightmare, uh, during that night, I couldn't sleep, because I say, I was thinking, my body is not ready for, I, I can't run a marathon, so, but then, Jesus, uh, um, my friend, I Rico, told me, uh, don't, don't be stupid, Herman. You never did the, prepara- the full preparation, so how can you expect to, 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 to finish the marathon? Uh, and, and he was second, so I believe him. So he said, "Next, next, next. Your next marathon is going to be fine, but now just recover and focus to, 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 to qualify for the Olympics." So then uh, I think it was April, May, end of May, uh, beginning of June. We went to try to qualify to 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 a uh, uh, meet, meet in, track meeting in in, in Canada. Canada uh, I think was Montreal. So I run my best time twenty seven forty six, and that's why, that's when I qualify. Actually, the I kick out a, a friend who was already qualified with twenty seven fifty two. So oh. so I qualified <laughs> for the Olympics, and and it was a, it was a nice experience. I mean, I never expect already to to be top six on my first Olympic Games and and, 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 and it was fun, it was great and 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 and, and 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 that was my first Olympics and second Olympics was in a marathon in, in Atlanta.
0: Mm, I mean yeah the transition from three thousand steeplechase to a full marathon and then to ten thousand <laughs> sounds like it must have been a bit of a shock. And at at what point after Barcelona, when you did the 10,000, did you then decide to move on to the marathon more seriously?
1: Well, I always, since I did my first marathon, I thought, okay, I'm going to be a marathoner.
0: Did you actually finish the Rotterdam Marathon or did you stop at 40k? No, I didn't. uh,
1: Okay. Before I went to the canals, I just stopped because I couldn't move. I, I, I couldn't control what I, um mentally, I wanted to do, and physically i I was able to do so so i I end up in an ambulance oh wow. And it was so cold okay. and, and you know I, my 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 went I, I, so down that i couldn't even uh, that's why i say it was like a nightmare so but 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 from there i thought okay first, i'm not uh, my body's not built for a marathon. And once uh, Isidro Rico told me, "Don't worry, this is like this." So I thought, okay, uh, next year after Olympics, I will, I will, I will, I will do another marathon. So, so, but but then after the Olympics, um, I was already very, very attracted by the marathons. So I planned my next marathon, London '94, April. So '93, 90, I just did a lot of r- different r- road races in America. Uh, some uh, track and field races, I still went to the, to the World Championships. And, I, you know, I always like to do the combination between a marathon, be, uh, because normally marathon was on, on, on the, on, on the spring and the summer, but, uh, sorry, spring and fall. And summer, always we had a World Championships or Olympic Games or or, a, a track, or track beating. So I, I, I like very much to do the change between a marathon and a start, let's say a marathon in the fall, like October, November, and then take some rest and start preparing for, 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 a, fall, for, a, for a spring marathon. And then after spring marathon, April, May, start preparation for, for start preparing for for track and field meetings. For, I mean, for, for track meetings, 5,000, 10, 10,000. And then I remember Gothenburg, '93 i i still qualify for 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 for, for, uh, for with 2750s or something like that and mm. i make it, before we used to do normally in the, the world championships olympic games we have semi finals and finals you remember mm. so yeah. you have to do a, a really full preparation to be able to qualify for the final and still do well in the finals which was good for 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 mad, for long distance runners you know
0: I'd love for you to tell us a bit about how you uh, changed your training when you shifted from the 10,000 to the marathon. What were some specific things that you altered?
1: I always, I learned that my body uh, always responds with a cycle of 12 weeks. No matter if I prepare for 10,000, 5,000, 3,000 steeplechase or the full marathon, uh, I, I always take. 12 weeks of preparation before a, a, a main race like if I was going to uh, like before the Olympics uh, in Barcelona for the 10,000 I did 12 weeks of specific preparation before um, uh, London Marathon which was my second marathon uh, I did 12 weeks and my body always responds well with 12 weeks if I focus for more than 12 weeks like 13 or 14 weeks there was always a risk of fatigue so mm-hmm. that's why I, I always believe in that cycle and up to now I think is the, the the right cycle for our body to prepare no matter for which distance but, but the change uh, specifically was just you know just the intervals I mean uh, and the long distance the long runs for example for a marathon in the weekends the, the only difference will be that in the beginning of those 12 weeks, we prepare for, we, did, we start with one hour 40s, 150s, two hours, and up to 220s, uh, 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 the longest runs that we do for a marathon. But during the week, we used to do morning and evening workouts and two times a week intervals, like, you know, Tuesdays, long intervals, Fridays, short intervals, but short intervals were like 15 times. A thousand meters with a rest of one minute, uh, one fifteen, and all of them below three minutes on the track. Mm. Talking about over two thousand meters altitude, so yeah, it's wow. like uh, training in the sea level two uh, fifties, you know, and, and uh, yeah. doing uh, thousands. Uh, but 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 with that intensity, your body couldn't handle for longer, and 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 the pike the peak of your shape was always going to be like. Around the eight, nine weeks, and the other weeks, just was, you know, to to keep healthy and and and, and, and rest, and, and and you know, and do the the taper in just to, to to that your body assimilate the, 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 the work the work. So that was basically the only. And you know, I realized that no matter if it's ten thousand or full marathon, the preparation, the the highest percentage of your workouts. Where the low, the low, the, 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 the slow runs, you mm. know, like if you count every evening was easy runs, and easy Hello. runs for ten thousand, let's say for us was like a forty-five, fifty minutes at about three forty, three fifty pace. That was our low runs for 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 a ten thousand. But for a full marathon, our low runs were like a, an hour, again, in 15 or 50 minutes, but on a pace of between four minutes or 4.10 to 3.50, probably not faster than that. An hour, uh, uh, and and mo- normally during the morning runs was like a little bit faster or sometimes intervals on on, on, on Tuesday, uh, intervals on, on Friday, and sometimes some tempo runs and you still Sunday climbing, climbing and to the mountain so basically um, you know like the preparation for a marathon it was like about between 870 to 200 kilometers a week preparation for um, for a track for 10,000 meters was like 140 140 150 kilometers a week
0: yeah okay so just increasing volume and Uh, all, of the wanted... intervals and the long runs and everything. What You said those long runs you were doing, you know, up to two hours, 20, and were they up in the mountains, you said? You were climbing up in the hills? Or uh, at, at that point, were you uh... training on the roads around Mexico City? Or had you gone out to Toluca by then?
1: Well... Normally up to now, I, 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 the 90% of my runs is, 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 is not in, 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 on, on the road. I, I never, I only race on the, ro- on the road. Don't like to train on the road. You know, the, the impact is high, and, and, and you don't recover that fast. Uh, training on the training on the on the asphalt for, uh, compared with training the gravel. You know, like that's why yeah. Kenyans and Ethiopians are so good. They yeah. never training, and just racing on the on, on, on the on the so basically uh, that's that's how we we find out and and, and, and and let's say talking about long runs we we used to 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 diversify sometimes we run on the flat we we used to do a flat a flat uh, with a good tempo, long runs, and sometimes just easy long runs on the mountains, you know. And I remember every Thursdays, uh, we used to climb the volcano from the bottom to the top, 21K, only one hill from the beginning to the top. So Mm. we start around 3,000 meters to 4,000 meters uh, uh, in about two hours, hours, 1 something like that but very slow pace but up to over ta- 4000 meters that that was for me the key run during the week to to complete the full preparation
0: i read a really interesting new york times article that featured you and a couple of other athletes speaking about the training on the volcano and I, i'd love to get into that little in a little bit but, for now, could you tell us how you went with that first race back into the full marathon when you went to london oh
1: good uh, I, 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 Then I did the twelve preparation the twelve weeks preparation and and, and, and you know uh, I made my own uh, I, I, I made sure that I was going to have enough. Uh, Glucose, So I was worried about the, the the sugar thing. So so for me, it never worked the gels. The, the gels, I I, I I never I never liked it. At least my stomach was didn't feel. So I I make my own. I try, make my own honey honey things. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I prefer yeah. honey, bee honey, and and I I, I took myself some salt uh, grains. You know, yeah. so so every. 10K. I was make sure that I was having small amounts of sugar and salt. And, and, did, and did you make that into well. a bar or something? No, I just made it in a small box and okay. put it on my shorts. and yeah. and, and and then uh, the race was going well. It was a group, a big group just before, just in the 37K. And, and then that's why when the Onisio, the one, that's when he won his first London Marathon. And it was just. Just coming out from the tower bridge and going into a tunnel, I, I, I think everybody I, rem- I remember so so when I ch- tried to get my salt and, and my uh, honey and take it, the realized that this is the time that I pushed, so he pushed away the paste and 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 you know I, I didn't have the time to react and and, and stick with him, so Abebe McConnean and me we, went, we just follow follow him. And at the end, I was thinking maybe I will beat Abebe McConin on the on the on the on the, on the, in the final sprint because I am a 10,000 meter runner, so I, I I I have more chance to 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 beat him the, on the kick. But so, surprise, in uh, the marathon you, you, you don't have legs left uh, <laughs> in the la- for the last uh, 200 meters, so it's never like in the track. So so anyway, I became three. Third place, uh, the initial one, Aberra and beat me by one second or something like that. And uh, and uh, but uh, for me, it was so happy because I ran two two hours nine two nine eighteen or something like that. So I was very yeah. happy w- w- with that. So then then I was so yeah. happy because at least I proved myself that it could be a marathon.
0: That's excellent. I, I'm surprised that you say you don't have legs at the end of the marathon because I I only saw this footage for the first time. A couple of days ago, and it 's just so impressive and This is when you earned your your nickname Herman wrongway silver and <laughs> so your, your your next race after London was New York Marathon that November, and with about one kilometer to go, you followed the pace car, went off course, and fell behind Paredes, your training partner by about thirteen True. seconds or so. Could you Tell us what went through your mind and how you kept calm and managed to pull back and overtake with such a big deficit there.
1: Actually, uh, I was very confident that and I was, you know, like that confident that a press conference before they asked me, what are you expecting to do? And I told with all the respect of everybody, I'm going to win this race. There's no way I, I'm going to lose this race. I'm so fit. I'm very prepared. And mentally, I'm, I'm very confident because like at three weeks before, uh, we did a World half Marathon in, in, in Norway in, 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 in and Oslo, Norway. And I was beat by Khalid Ska just, just in the kick, you know, and, and I did my PB in the half Marathon was one hour and 28 seconds it was an impressive and a very nice race but, that I still that, remember that's
0: the Mexican record that still stands doesn't
1: it i think so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, for a, for, a, for a half marathon so uh, then 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 I, I was you know like ready to, 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 to for the marathon and and you're right uh, uh, when just a half a mile before the finish I, I i was having a small cramps on my stomach and i was just waiting as long as possible to, to kick with Benjamin and I knew that I, I was faster than him in, in, in the, the last couple of, you know, 200 meters or 100 meters, so I was just talking so much in handling that, short, that, that pain and, and, and just waiting to the end that I was, there was a connection between us and me with a motorcycle that was filming in front, the cameraman so that they just turned right. And, and, and I don't know what was the reason. They just turned uh, right. And, and they, I just keep following. So when, then when I realized and I look up and there was no people on the way and the atmosphere was completely different and everybody was shouting back there. And oh, No, 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 it's stupid. It's this way. It was a police uh, uh, there shouting that I was already in the wrong way. So anyway, I just stopped. And and, and and went back and I thought shit. The first thing happened in my in my mind, I thought, why did I say that i w I'm gonna win? And so I never I said th- I thought I would never in my life I would say I'm gonna win a race. You never know until you cross the finish line. So so then I stopped and turned back and I thought it doesn't matter what happened, if I fall bad, I will never stop pushing the pace until I, I, I just tried to catch Benjamin. So but the dramatic thing is that I was closing the gap to Benjamin, but I was getting close also to the finish line. So so at the end, I, I, when I calculated, I was just getting close to him, and there was an uphill, and I saw that Benjamin was just, just like getting tired, and, and I still could, could, could keep that pace. Uh, uh, then, then, I, I mean... I thought was so so good so the last I even when I went when I watched the video later on and I, I was thinking well, who is this guy I, I, you, you don't know how 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 is possible that you can that you can make things like that
0: the way that you didn't panic and you just turned and kept you know, building the pace and caught up is really, really impressive. And we'll definitely post a link so people can watch the video. What sure. What did winning the New York Marathon change for you?
1: Well, it changed uh, my life in different ways. That that uh, really, um, you know, it's like the Herman Silva before and after. Can you imagine uh, that you that you finish a marathon and then? Uh, they take you to open the stock change. I mean, you go to the to the uh, you know different shows and 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 and, and um, Dave Letterman show and all these kind of things. You know, New York, how is they take you in limousine and all the the, the things. You know, yeah. And and just you, you go back home and you know because you made something. You win a marathon, but you win a marathon in different way. And, and, and that makes and, and, and winning a New York is already something big but if you win that way and make it special so uh, I, I was lucky that you know actually I I, I always said that that's, that that's the best mistake I've ever done in my life uh, going wrong way and winning yeah. the, the New York City Marathon so uh, yeah a lot of things change, but still you know I was like focusing so much in in, in in the Olympic Games uh, for Atlanta 96 and and that's why uh, 96 I didn't run the New York City Marathon uh, but we did uh, 95 that I won again
0: you won again in 95 and how did you go with the build and the race in Atlanta 96
1: well you know it was a, a fun thing because it was a I, I, I was I was used to to respond well on the humidity and the hot conditions so but 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 i think uh, you know we make kind of wrong things on on preparation we we went too much to the to 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 train on the conditions, similar conditions to to atlanta so instead of building up a well preparation we we came uh, uh, we I think we 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 dehydrated too much in the last twelve twelve weeks. So uh, if you ask me, what could I be could I done different? And instead of going too much to the sea level and, and these hot and humid places, I could better stay at the volcano and build up more red cells and and, and do do nothing different than 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 when in New York uh, and even in even in in different conditions because my body already responds well for with those conditions but anyway uh, different things happen but uh, I I, I, I always accept what what it is there you know accept whatever happened and I I, I never complain about actually for me it was a good result I mean uh, but things very very funny and 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 strange things happen like uh, that, that, that nobody knows for example the day of the race on in Atlanta '96, I didn't have my bib number until the last ten minutes because mm. uh, because one of my team mates uh, had my number and we supposed to meet like an hour before uh, or two hours before uh, when warming up to the to the race and he never showed so I had to go to the organizers and ask him. I don't have a big number just, <sighs> just half an hour. So I don't know how they made, but they knew, uh, new. they made a new one number, a new one big number uh, with the same number because all the media already have the number. So mm-hmm. at the end they made a new number and, 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 and I couldn't make my really warm up and, and focus really like you have to focus. And, and, and the worst thing happened. And instead of using the shoes that I that I use, supposed to use shoes like this. Uh, I don't know if you can see. These were the German Silva fila shoes uh, yeah. made for for for, for uh, So the, the if I put them now, they are too small. <laughs> anyway, uh, but but uh, I use the new shoes and instead of the, of using the sh- the used shoes, I and I I didn't use to. I, normally, I didn't use socks, so I run uh, without socks. So I was already used for the, for my shoes. So when I realized that that I used the wrong shoes, it was already the 10K and I, it was already blood on my, oh, my wow. uh, blisters everywhere. And then I thought, shit, yeah. I make a mistake. I used the wrong shoes and, and all the stress with the number. Anyway, I just forget it and, you know, just focus when you are well prepared and everything. But it still was a great race. It was a, a nice, a nice marathon and i was i'm, I'm happy and, and glad to finish six on the olympics with with those conditions and everything
0: it's amazing that you managed to do that still i'd i'd like to talk a bit about the volcano because it does seem to be quite a big piece in your life and your training and you now even have a training center there we were in Ethiopia last year with our mutual friend Knox. He shared this article with me, and it's New York Times, and it focuses on you and a couple of the athletes. And you're training on Nevado de Toluca, which is 4,680 meters. How did that feature in your training?
1: One of the key runs for me was once a week going up to the volcano. To the to the volcano, but before that, when we, before we started 12 weeks preparation. I used to spend a couple of weeks sleeping there. You know, it was like a four by four room. There we had like uh, some beds and we cook ourselves. And it was just, it was the cheapest hotel in the world. Not even a dollar. You had to pay a day, but we had to bring your food, your blankets, all everything. It was so cold at night. It was really con- top, top conditions. I really build uh, conditions made to develop your mind. And, and, and that was the, 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 the big part of it because I never experienced any, 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 anything like that. I mean, we saw, it was so tough to, to, to handle this, the, the conditions, but also to run up there. Sometimes it, just to make a comparison, just to compare, let's say, a session of 15 times... One uh, k on the track running everything below three minutes per kilometer, compared with running twenty k twenty k at the volcano going up uh, it was never uh, compared with uh, running in the volcano is so tough you know uh, mentally and then suddenly you feel like, oh, and everything going up, but that builds you up that build build up. Everything uh, and, and of course, red cells to go down and do intervals. So every week by that's why every week before the marathon, every Thursday, we used to go to do that, that, that run and, and and in the morning and still in the evening, jog a little bit for about, you know, 45 minutes up there. But you used to Mm -hmm. spend one, one day come there, uh, come, come there on, on, on Thursday morning and uh, and train morning and evening and then come down to do a track workout on Fridays
0: yeah okay so frank shorter in that article has a quote where he essentially says you know beyond 9 or 10000 feet there's diminishing returns because you just lose so much speed and you can't get your legs going fast were you doing any sessions up there or was it purely just trying to With- do a, a run
1: I tried a couple of times to do a sessions there there but no way you can't <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, you can't so so one time I did some heel work also there but it's so so hard that I, that, that and, and and I realized that by doing sessions or or or, or hill works there short heels, you you, you get more fatigue than 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 just you know uh, do, doing easy long runs or is or 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 or, or, or. so uh, I decided not to do uh, sessions there. So so better take profit of the conditions, build up a, a, a good endurance, and, and 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 also build up the condition to recover. Mm. Because at the end it's a hard workout, but it's not that workout that will get you into the the, the situation of fatigue. It's a a hard workout to build your your body your conditions to recover fast from the speed and 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 and, and by doing the easy runs in the evening uh, it helps you to build up an amazing uh, condition and shape you
0: you grew up a lot of the time down in Veracruz close to the coast right so not so high did you have any troubles adapting to the higher altitude at the start? Very or... much. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Very much. When I was, like, for my first training, my first race in Mexico City, when I was like um, 17 years old, I was already training well with it. But, but I never understood that coming from the sea level, actually I didn't know about the effect of the altitude uh, until when I was doing the intervals, I always realized that everywhere everybody was better than me. I was the, the worst. I was the slowest. I was always struggling so much that my first race I did uh, with the juniors of my age, I became like 15. So it was really disappointed. I, I thought, I, I, "How can I? How do I want to be in the Olympics if I can't manage to be top three uh, with with my age group?" You know. Mm. So so th- then I realized. And somebody told me, no, you be, you come from the sea level and and training the altitude or racing in the altitude is is very hard. So my first race I did later was in um, Monsac Relays in in LA. So coming from the altitude, I did a, a, a 5000 in 16 minutes. Very it was very hard to, to 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 I think it was a little below the 16 minutes. It was so hard to break the 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 the, the 16 minutes. And then I went to this uh, truck truck meet in in LA and I did uh, 5,000 meters with the same effort and and I realized that I respond so well on the sea level. There are athletes who Mm -hmm. respond which are not, you don't notice so much difference between racing in the altitude or racing in the sea level, but I was one of those athletes who was a huge, diff- made a huge difference from the sea level. From 16 minutes on the, the 5,000 meters to down to 14 minutes, 14, I, I did that race 14-12, uh, my, my best, my, uh, I mean, my first uh, uh, 5,000 on the sea level on that day oh, was 14-12, wow. 14-12 compared with, uh, it was almost two minutes different in 5,000 meters.
0: Yeah, that's massive. Did did you experiment with uh, different periods for tapering or coming down from altitude before races and find that a certain amount of time to adjust worked better for you?
1: No, I was one of those who could get to the race Friday and race or even Saturday and race Sunday and and, and it was an amazing difference. So normally, uh, okay. to those races in, 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 I remember Spokane, uh, 12K, uh, running with some Olympians from Seoul on the 1990s. Um, I came on Friday evening, rest on Saturday and, 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 and race on Sunday. And that's why I used to do at least two, two, two sessions of jogging, like coming Friday any, any time, in the morning, evening, but do easy jogging on on on, on the and even, evening, and some strikes. And then Saturday, do easy jogging, no more than forty minutes, you know, just just to to move the legs, to get rid of some lactic acid or whatever. And and then and then our last track session used to be on Wednesdays, you know, like four days before the race, uh, and then the rest was easy jogging already. Before traveling to, to to the race, and once they're uh, going there, uh, then um, doing a, a jogging on Saturday and then Sunday racing in the morning, and it always worked well.
0: What were some of your staple track sessions in that period?
1: Okay, <laughs> I I I, will, I always love to do you know change of distances. And and, and combining, like, for example, I I like it very much to start with 10 times 200 meters with the recovery, like a a 200 meters recovery in about one minute, one 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 ten, And then after doing like uh, about, uh, again, eight times, seven to eight times uh, 400s, quarters, Mm -hmm. and then going back to 200s. So okay. we, I I remember we could start we normally used to start 30 seconds 29 seconds the 200s and then about 60 60 seconds the, the 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 quarters but then the last part was the 10, no, 10 times a uh, 200 meters uh, going down to really 27, 27 26 27 and the last ones really kicking the last. I was used. I, I was able to run the last 200 meters in about 23, 24. Wow! It was yeah. really, 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 really that 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 kind of intervals um, really help us to 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 be able to kick in any race in the last you know a couple of hundreds.
0: Yeah, and one of our readers submitted a question asking how you were uh, balancing your speed sessions and your aerobic work. I know before you said the majority was aerobic stuff, but how many s- specific workouts would you generally be doing in a week?
1: It was two. Like uh, I can remember uh, normally we used to do like before preparing for a track meet for let's say a race 10,000 meters, uh, we used to do track, two times track session. Uh, for for a 10,000, but for a marathon we used to do one track session and one intervals on on uh, on, on, on the forest. Uh, and for a marathon you, we used to do like three like four to five times two or three k intervals on Tuesday uh, on Tuesdays, and then on Friday we could do anything from 20 000, 20 times 400s or Fifteen times one uh, k uh, 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 and then for ten thousand meters, I remember we used to do like uh we start with one mile and then recover uh, like three minutes and then go to i remember three four times uh, twelve hundred meters and finish with mm-hmm. a eight hundred a couple of times eight hundred so okay. so but going going from Pace of uh, 68, 67 a loop for the miles, and then increasing the pace. Then the last uh, uh, 800 meters, we could break the the two minutes or two around two minutes. And then uh, and uh, at the end of the of the week, like Fridays morning, we used to do or sometimes in the evening, we used to do anything like. like the session I told you, combination of 200s, 400s, or sometimes just divided in sessions three times uh, seven, dividing three sessions of seven seven, uh, four quarters, you know, like with 200 recovery in between interval and 400 recovery between a a session. So at the end, 21 21 times uh, quarters. Starting with 65, 67, and the last ones always, you know, most of them 62. The last one we always, and still I remember, we always wait for the last one with a group. But the nice thing is that we used to work like a We were like maybe group of starting group of ten people, and at the end in the last last interval, it was like still there like five or 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 six. Uh, uh people and we we always compete in the last one i remember there was a guy who always beat me in the last one with 52 seconds the last 200 and yeah, i wow. always like i always was like between 52 53 but that speed build up and then and then of course saturday long runes you know it was like, just like a jogging if you come with that pace after the the track, so any pace is easy for you. During that 12 weeks preparation, we used to go like a couple of weeks to the to the not to the sea level, but there was there is a place in in Veracruz in Calapa, where where is a track on about 12 1300 meters, like 1300 meters, mm-hmm. which is a good altitude you can develop a good speed there. But from there you can drive. 50 minutes and you are in the sea level or you drive up and you are over 2000 meters so we used to do training camps there like for about 2 weeks uh, 2 or 3 weeks or every week going down to sea, to, to that track like for, for doing, to do a workout on, 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 on Tuesday and do some easy runs Wednesday and then going up to Thursday to the volcano do the mm. volcano and, and, and then down to 2,000 meters and do track session at about yeah. 2,000 meters. So we used, to, we used to travel a lot and, and look for and, and, and train on a different altitude. That, that was the advantage of, of living in Mexico that you could go and, 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 and we invest time and invest money to, to, to travel and, and, and do whatever was needed to, to, to pick a good shape.
0: Yeah, and what benefits did you see that bringing to you training at the yes. different altitudes, doing the speed work down amazing. lower? Yeah,
1: amazing, amazing. Actually, that 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 you 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 can you can you can have better conditions. Being able to go to to 4,000 meters altitude uh, on Wednesday and then uh, we do your long runs and around. 2,500 or something, but imagine, and then go go down to to, to do intervals on 1,200 meters or 1,300 meters. uh, uh, So the difference is is, is big. So you can also feel on the recovery, you can recover very fast and and avoid the... the, uh, What I find out, if you spend too much time in the sea level, dehydrated and 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 and, mm-hmm. and for example some people get excited about the how easy it's to run on the sea level that suddenly you find out running very fast and 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 if you like just to give you an idea i used to recover faster on the altitude than than training on the sea level you okay know, like if, if, because if you, you keep so- your
0: pace more reserved i guess
1: but, but also for the dehydration, you dehydrate faster yeah. and the recover from a workout in the morning to work out in the afternoon. Uh, it, it, takes, it takes longer on the sea level than on the altitude. So mm-hmm. just with the, if you take a nap in the altitude, one and a half hour, one hour, you can recover so fast from the first training to the second training.
0: You said before that, you know, you'd be doing these sessions and there'd be a lot of you running together. The Mexicans were really dominant through the 90s, especially on the roads. You that won a lot of the major marathons and some of the national records still stand. Um, your half marathon from Oslo and then Spinoza's 207-19. W- what was it about that time that made such a competitive group of athletes come out of Mexico um, what's changed since then?
1: Yeah, good question. Well, basically, it's, 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 it's not it's, it's, it's not science. It's, it's very easy to respond. We used to train in groups. We used to to we used to do training camps. We used to we, we used to, to 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 have a coach and and, and, and just follow what the coach tells you. And you used to to train in to do a teamwork during the training. Most important, we we didn't really. I don't think even Kenyans do a, a teamwork on a race. They don't race in as a, in a teamwork. I don't. I don't think anyone does. But within, but but we used to do a teamwork during training. You know, it's not the same if you are do, going to do 15 times uh, a, a 1k, 1 1000 meters in the track, and you are only responsible for for two or three because you are a group of five, and if you divide in between the the five fifteen times, so it's just three times for each you know or two times you know and that's why it's like like doing a turning the bike if you are behind you you spend less energy and 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 you know if you do a long run, you are talking to and and helping each other and 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 whatever so that was the and and we never discuss about if we had to go to the sea level and if the coach we just go and do training camp on the sea level but we also have to go to the volcano and the conditions that are so mm. tough we we knew that we have to do whatever we had to whatever it takes to, to bring us to that level and And we didn't have much technology. We didn't use too much the cell phone and spend so much time WhatsApp, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook. uh, uh, We really spend the time uh, being a a top, top, top athletes. I mean, the 24, uh, we really work out. uh, I think we, we recover the hours we have to recover and we invest the hours we have to train. So it was over maybe 24, 25 hours a week, or even 30, 30, hours a week of of hard workout, but we have the rest hours to really recover. So, okay. So so and that, that that's I think one of the reasons that why they are not good athletes now It's for the same reason. If you see Kenyans, if you, if you see Ethiopians, they are doing the same thing now that they were doing 20 years ago
0: you now coach a lot of athletes and you run your training camp at the base of nevado de toluca the volcano what do you convey to your athletes that you wish you knew early on in your career
1: unfortunately Dad, i don't coach top athletes now i i don't coach elite athletes i i i i coach you know regular runners i am I am everything, what I do is every day I am related with running. I I am a tour operator for some of the major marathons uh, and and I work on a club and we coach people, but I don't, unfortunately, I can't, I don't don't have the the conditions to to, to coach elite athletes. That is really full work and that's a dream work for, for me. But the conditions have not not been together to, to coach elite athletes. And what I just do now is, I mean, uh, I, I, every day I have different things to be with, with running and what I love, which which I love, and 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 I run myself. I still run myself. You know, I don't. It's not that I, I, I don't compete anymore. But but I, I, as long as I can I can run every day and I can train and I am I can be fit. I just love love to discover every day a different ways of training. You know, uh, if I could discover some new tricks that I that I know now, I could have been better coach. I mean, better athlete. And and, and for, for what I can tell you is, is is that I'm a good coach now for a different level of running. So I understand that if someone is going to run his first marathon, it's completely different. The bases are the same but it's diff- the, the conditions are different.
0: It's been a real privilege to hear you speak about how running has been such a big part of your life. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, David, and good luck to you.